Oh, just jump right in. Oh, you know what to do. Hit it with us, Al. Come on. Hit it. Fuck. Let me do that again. <laughs> Hit us with it, Al. <laughs> Let me try. Fuck. Let me try that again. It's the movie toasty show. Here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. We talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah! What is happening, everyone? Welcome to a new episode of Movie Toast News and Reviews, episode 96. Dennis, wow, we have a, a fucking stacked set of toasts this week to pop into the toaster. How are you doing today? Pretty damn good, sir. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I am excited. Yeah, like you said, it's a, it's a long list. It's a it's a fairly recent list. Pretty pretty fresh mm-hmm. toast over here, I gotta say. Uh, fairly fresh. You know, as, as we're all making our way back to the movie theater, we're introducing ourselves to new streaming services. We got a big stack of films here for you to go check out. If you happen to miss something recently, or, or uh, I, got, I got an old classic to, to share with, with the fine Ooh. folks over here, too. Is it a classic? I don't I like know. That. Maybe it's not a classic for you. It is for some folks. No. Yeah, everyone <laughs> has a different take on what a classic is. That's true. And but, it sounds uh... like we, we got a couple adventures to, to go on before yes. the episode's over as well. So, Dennis, I know we got a lot to talk about, but I got so many sweet polls I want to share with you this week. Would you be down if we did a little poll talk? Oh, hell yeah. Let's just jump right in. Hit us with it, Al. Polls. jingle all right so up first last week i reviewed the movie gi joe no i didn't that's a lot i reviewed the movie snake eyes gi joe origins i didn't say organs this week look at gi joe's speech (laughs) oh that's that's Uh, a different movie yeah i'd watch that i bet (laughs) it's out there let us know at movie underscore toast on all our social medias that uh, you might have seen us at, just not on Facebook because we're movie toast news and reviews. Either way, I reviewed that movie last week, so I wanted to know which toy turned into film franchise did people like the most out of GI Joe, Transformers, the Lego Movie, and Trolls. Any, oh. any, any that you uh, partake in, or do you just want to hear what I got? Dang, oh man, no, that's good stuff. No, what you got for me? All right, zero percent went to my fave. Trolls. No. Oh man. I know you're out there, yeah. folks. I know you're out there. It wouldn't have made Just some not of the damn uh, Twitter. Guess not. <laughs> uh up next we got a tie. Do you want to guess what the tie is, or do you just want me to roll through it? Uh it's, it's I feel like G.I. Joe's up on top. How about that? All right. Oh you, you got that. Yeah. You got that. All right. 14% for the Lego movie and Transformers, 71% for G.I. Joe. There was so much Lego love not that long ago. Mm-hmm. It all just withered away. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm wondering next year when the Beast Wars movie comes out or G.I. Joe or fucking Transformer 7, if we'll see a flip if we did this poll again. I don't know. Interesting. It yeah, doesn't that's matter. True. But also coming out next year, Dennis, is a little movie called Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. So I wanted to know 
if people think Loki should show back up because uh, Matt Damon's been doing press for uh, his new movie that just came out. And he said, hey, I'm reprising my role as a as a variant, as an actor playing Loki. So I'm like, hey, man, Loki is traveling through time and whatnot. Oh my God. I wonder if he'll show up in this. So uh, I want to know if people wanted to see Loki pop up in it or if they just wanted him to stay in the show. So I mean, 31 percent said, oh, yeah, yeah what, what do I was you, got? Say you gotta have him in like. I, I don't want him to stay in the show because we've only seen him in the movies previously. So it's like, we got to right. have him come back. I don't know if this is where he comes back, but we got to have him come back on screen. I mean, I think we're getting him in a multi multiverse, multiverse madness. madness. Oh, but for sure. You never know. Uh, but yeah, 31% say no. And a staggering 69% says yes. 69. 69. Sweet. <laughs> God. Speaking Kevin's of 69, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are probably 69. Oh, right now, but that's because they're back together as a couple. And I wanted to know what our fine followers think. Should there be a follow up, a sequel to the much beloved movie Geely? Yeah. Oh, boy. So the, the option oh. is hell yeah Excuse and me. hell no. Oh, Dennis, you're right. You just vomit a little bit. A L- little bit. Just just dribbled down my front. But I I'll be OK. Just wiped it off. OK. So 20% went to hell no, and s- staggeringly, 80% of people out there want to well, see a Geely sequel. I guess. Yeah. I guess. All right. All right. <laughs> people have spoken. Oh, boy. Yeah. Do it. Thanks, people. Let's <laughs> thanks on. thanks, let's, thanks let's a lot, people. Horn. <laughs> get him on the horn. <laughs> Netflix, here's oh, your new boy. property. But, but we're going to brand it as a comedy <laughs> this time. Ooh, that's how you gotta you. do it yeah this is what it, get the get those folks that made the the kfc the the sexy colonel and uh mm-hmm. we, we we put them on this Wait, there's a sexy colonel you're you're the uh the mario lopez <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i yeah. forgot all about that review wow um that your shows review me how well i remember yeah that's so sad <laughs> i forget what it was called it was called something sweet something uh, cheesy forget. but yeah i mean <laughs> Or deep fried. Uh, let's let's <laughs> let's uh, switch gears to something that I think I know your answer to, and I think you probably know my answer to. But uh, we know that J. Jonah Jameson will be in Spider-Man No Nowhere Home, No Way Home. Sorry, uh, we know that, and he might pop up in other things. But we just found out this week that he's also going to show back up as Commissioner Gordon in Batgirl. So I wanted to know if people were more excited to hear him come back. And by hear, I mean see him come back as Gordon or Jameson. And I can hear myself talking can, in well, my headphones right now. That's very weird. I was going to say, while well, drinking Jameson, he reads the <laughs> lines of Commissioner Gordon. Um, no, uh, oh, oh, what a twist. I, I know. <laughs> oh, man. I, I am always a fan of the Spider-Man. I, I, I like the J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. That's I, I love yeah, I love I love good Commissioner Gordon. But I come on. Um why can't I think of the actor's name now? The J.K. Simmons? The Dark Knight Commissioner Gordon. I, I was Oh yeah. Uh my God. I feel Wow, I'm, that's sad. We we talk, we we talked about him in a movie recently. Movie Toast too. News and Reviews. We know movies, just wow. not the people in them. Um, isn't isn't that know, something that we can we can guy. do that? 
it's almost as though we have the internet at our fingertips. No, but no, nobody, I nobody has such a thing. It's kind of a shortcut. Nobody has time. I know to go and search for Gary Oldman. Nobody has that type of time, Dennis. I, they're they're driving, working out, getting. I whatever. certainly didn't. Who knows? Apparently, I did no, not enough neither. time. I was trying. <laughs> I my my uh. fingers were not fast enough. But thank you very much. That is Gary Oldman. I, is an awesome, mm-hmm. awesome Commissioner Gordon to me. So that's why I will default to J.D. Arnold Jameson for Mr. J.K. Simmons. Long and the short of All it. Right. And <laughs> 87% of the people out there agree with you. So Boom. Sorry. I think I was we're excited. onto something. <laughs> no, it's all good. There we go. All right. And then nice. I got our final poll of the night. I think you have no stake in it, but hey, I'll throw it out there. Maybe I had chicken. I wanted to know who. Okay. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> I wanted to know who people had allegiance towards, who they're fans of out of G.I. Joe or Cobra Commander. Uh, so it was G.I. Joe or Cobra. And uh, how do you think the people would vote here? I know you don't really care about the, the, the world of G.I. Joe. See, but, Magic Mike uh, versus 50-50. I don't know. I think I'm... Hmm. That's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good one. Uh... Oh, shit. I don't know. I think that people oh, are going to go G.I. Joe. Jor- wow. Hell yeah, man. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's is. That's wow. I saw that movie once, and I don't remember anything. Yep. Wow. He did, How too. He a vil- who who he, thinks he <laughs> He forgets he was in it, too. Oh, shit. That's right. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. I had that mask on half oh. the time. I don't remember. <laughs> ah, boy. Yeah, surprisingly, only 38% of the people out there like G.I. Joe more. Everyone was more of a fan of Cobra. And uh, oh. I'm on their side, man. Bad guys are cool, man. Bad guys are cool. That's my takeaway. They have the cooler ninja. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they all have ninjas. They all. Yeah, side. they do. Yeah. It's, well, they have to have the counterpart. It's like the. Yeah. Everyone's got to face off against their version over there. Mm. Yeah. Um. So uh, that brings us to the end of my so. polls. Uh. Now for you my wanna, poll. No. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Calm down. Whoa, now. Tom Too Hanks much. Jr. Tom Hanks. Chet. <laughs> yeah, Chet. Chet. You know, it, his bastard child nobody really cares about. It, it just kind of cuts. Chet. It just it just cuts yeah. through the air. Chet. It's like a, it's like a verbal it's, no, it's nothing like Colin. Colin. Yeah, Colin rolls off the tongue, but Chet. Chet's more like I'm not what? scared of a Colin. It's like, oh, there's no, he, he's everyone's friend. But Chet. Yeah, he's a cool laid back guy drinking fucking Arnold Palmer's out on the golf course. And Chet's oh, I can see raves with glow sticks and whistles. Chet, 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 Chet. Yeah, no, I, I could totally see it. <laughs> wow. For a second, I pictured him coming out of the water with a fucking uh, machete. Wearing a, uh, I was gonna say ski mask, <laughs> fucking uh, Jason style, a fucking uh, goalie. You know yeah. what? Maybe Chet rocks a ski mask instead. <laughs> it's gonna be very God. light on his face. That that would suck. But good on him though. Own that shit, Chet Hanks. Own that shit, oh, Chet. We Hanks. should try to get Chet There's Hanks on the show. There's a title. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, I am down for some trivia. Let's trivia it up, All right. folks. Okay. I'm just barely ahead by one. It is five to six in the trivia world. Correct us if we're wrong. Please don't. Hit us up at movietestnewsandreviews.com. Um, just kidding. I mean, unless you feel really motivated to, then yeah, please do. But it's a good website. I'm delaying If you look at mediocre websites, go there. Oh. You can find out about our festival. You can see all our social media. You can see some things. See you can some read things. some things. 
reach out and touch somebody. Ooh, but only if you're getting verbal permission first. Always, always. Here in Movie Toast. Yeah. But trivia. <laughs> trivia happening. <laughs> Whoa now. Watch out. Are you are you ready? How do we how do we want to break down? Because uh I guess I'm in the lead. So I guess I'll, yeah, so I'll you go first. I'll, I'll go first choice. Uh let's do action adventure. All right, cool. Let me grab my card here. <clears throat> Russell Crowe stars as quick-tempered, brutal cop Wendell Bud White in what 50s era movie? Russell Crowe? Yes, sir. Oh, shit, 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 shit. As a quick-tempered, brutal cop named Wendell Bud White. Oh. In what 50s era movie? Oh, 50, fuck. No. Uh, 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 damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. For some reason, the first thing that came to mind was that, uh, Denzel Washington crime movie. Maybe. And I can't think of the name of it. It's like, fuck. Ah, it was something stupid. It was something like an American story or an American. Fifel, an American tale. And uh, Fifel goes west. <laughs> the brave little toaster goes to Mars. I am drawing a total blank. I t- uh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, um, rival goes west. There you go. I don't. I got nothing. <laughs> All right, Dennis. Um, I'd never seen this movie. I thought you'd you'd probably seen it. L.A. Confidential. Oh, son of a bitch! Oh yeah, no, I was I was way off on that one. But it's uh, all good. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah. What you want? I mean, I would have guessed Fifa goes west. I'll also go with an action adventure. <laughs> Action adventure. All right. Here we go. Because when I think action adventure, I always think of this actor. Who plays Cyrus the Virus in Con Air? And I've got I got three choices for you. Can I pause? I have two thoughts in my head. It's been a while. I either think Nick Cage or fucking possibly for some reason John Cusack, who I don't even think is in that movie. I don't know. Uh, what's our options? Tell you what. It's like, let me read the options because it sounds like it's been a while since you've seen the movie. Otherwise, you wouldn't guess <laughs> either of those actors for someone named Cyrus uh. the Virus. Uh, <laughs> so so your, your, your cast members are. No, they're Syphilis Sal. That's Syphilis Sal. That was the other guy. Yeah. Um, that that was uh, oh never mind. Uh, who? <laughs> one more time. Who plays Cyrus the Virus in Con Air? Is it John Malkovich, John Cusack, or Nicholas Cage? Fuck. My first take was Nick Cage. Cusack, I thought about a little bit. But uh, now we got fucking what's his face tossed in there. Oh my gosh, John! And Malkovich. you said when I think of action stars, you, you said I think of him. So it's like clearly it's probably John Malkovich. Fuck a duck. Hmm. It's like a couple of these guys are action stars. One of them yeah. I don't think I would ever call an action star. <laughs> They've all been in action all right, so movies. I'm gonna say this is very true. Um, I'm going to say Milkovich and uh, really regret it when you tell me that it was one of the other two. Well, I wish I would, wouldn't have said as much as I did. It is. You are correct. John <laughs> Malkovich. I, I hinted too hard, I think. But you know what? You really did. So it's, it's all it's all good. It's all fair. That's uh, <laughs> it a you. solid flick. It. If it's been a while, highly recommend you check it out. 
if anything, it's kind of silly, especially at the end. And folks, if it's been a while for you, go check out Con Air and then watch the sequence at the end with the plane landing on the Las Vegas Strip. If you if you've been there recently, oh yeah, really think about the order of the hotels. <laughs> we kind of don't give a fuck about the order of the hotels in this movie. That's great. It's a movie, Dennis. It's not real life. It's just a movie. Or convicts are riding in the air. Aircon, air conditioning. Ooh. No, Ooh. different movie. Wow, I'd watch that movie. <laughs> air, air, aircon on. Um, well, <laughs> you sir. Uh, yes, it's me. I got a point. Yeah, you're up. You got a point. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go comedy cartoon. going to keep it lively. What comedy features a theater trying to put on springtime for Hitler? The producers? Yes, sir. All right. It's never seen it, oh, but I, it's like, you know, I, I know that one. I know that one. I, I saw the remake once. I want to say it was oh, the yes. remake. Uh, yeah. From like 2000, whatever. Massive Broadway. And uh, I, I, I found it delightful. Really? If I recall, I think Will Ferrell might have been in it. Yes. I believe he I stars in the play. I, in yeah. the play. <laughs> I don't remember much about it, but I remember Springtime for Hitler. So <laughs> yeah. <that was> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Of course, I'd remember that, that part. That doesn't surprise me. Um, <laughs> since you went for comedy <laughs> for some reason now it's French Stewart. oh boy oh god oh boy still working on third rock on the sun great <laughs> show um horror sci-fi please horror sci-fi all right all right here we go now th- uh admittedly this is one I haven't got to myself but uh I feel like you pr- you may have what is the name of the bunny in Donnie Darko and I have options. Okay. All right. Yes. Good. Because I feel like I think I may know it, but I don't. So I'll see what the options are. All right. Your options are either George, Frank, or Harvey. Harvey. Final answer. All right. That is incorrect, <laughs> sir. Harvey is, is actually a giant rabbit. That is its own play. Oh. That is a, That is a great movie starring Jimmy Stewart. Um, Frank is the answer. It is Frank. Well, see, I've never seen that movie either. Oh, hey, shit. That's something the toasters should double team. We should. Maybe we should. Maybe it is a shoe. (laughs) Maybe we should hit that thing. (laughs) One to one right now. One to one. All right. How do you want to try to get another point? Give me that drama musical. All right. All right. What prison movie did Tim Robbins and Morgan Freeman star in? Oh, that's a toughie, huh, Dennis? Damn. A League of Their Own. No, uh, <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> that is the Shawshank Redemption. Oh, you Redemption. redeemed yourself here, Dennis. Good, yeah. good on you, sir. That is correct. I'll take it. Thank you. Now for you. Anytime, dude. Drama musical as well. All right. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Springtime for Hitler. Spring the producers. Yep. Thank you. You, you got no. <laughs> yes. Who plays Will Shakespeare in Shakespeare in Love? And I have two options. Oh, fuck. Good, good. This may or may not help you, depending. <laughs> Is it Joseph Fine or Ralph Fine? Uh, I believe it's pronounced Ray Fine. Um, I don't know who Joseph Fine is. Some of you are Ray Fine. Well... It's a, his, probably not it's his, it, I believe that is his older brother, but you're correct. It actually is Ray Fine. Oh, yes. There you go. Tied two to two, baby. That's right. Woo-hoo. Nice, nice, nice. All right, yeah. man. 
horror sci-fi. Let's do it. Well, Dennis, you just reviewed this movie recently. Oh, no. Name the hotel featured in The Shining. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. Fuck. I, can't, uh, I, just, no. I was put on the spot. No I go, way. Oh, my God. Timberline Lodge. Um, no, oh, fuck <laughs> me. Um, I'll tell you, it's not Bates Motel. <laughs> <laughs> or is it? Shit. I don't know. Oh my god, I can't believe it. Oh. You, know, you only watched one movie that had it. You had two movies I that did. had it. I did. We, we went there Ooh. twice. I saw this fucking <laughs> hotel for like almost four hours. Um, man, son of a bitch. My I'm drawing a total no. fucking blank. I got I got nothing, man. Toasters, take, let me take have a it. stab in the dark. Fucking the, ho- the Holiday Inn. It was is the Holiday Inn. Oh yes, the Holiday Inn. Holiday Inn Express and Suites. Uh, does the Overlook Hotel? Fuck! Oh man! Oh, it's all good. It's all happens good. to everyone though, right? It really does. <laughs> Bluechew.com. <guys laughs> With the pills, so you can get yourself yeah. some some nice new pills. We're not sponsored by them, but we could be. Um, comedy cartoon, please. Okay. Okay. Um, oh dear. No way. All right. Yeah, Sponsors Inc. Fuck. Oh, it might as well be. Like, it. it is on that level of a question. Oh, All right? Boy. Okay. You, if, if you know, you know, folks. Um, ugh, I don't even want to ask it, but here it is. I'm not changing the cards around. This is the next question. Who plays a woman in Mrs. Doubtfire? Hulu! Robin Williams. Sally Field. Eh, wrong, no. <laughs> Robin I mean, Williams. she does play a woman. She in is a woman. Uh, she no. doesn't play a woman. Yeah. No, that, you are She's correct. She's playing a woman because she is She's a playing woman. playing a woman. I mean, I woman can't say Piers. Yeah. <laughs> Try to go for oh, some man. Robert Downey over there, but... Uh, yeah. Nope, you got it right, sir. Robin Williams. That was a right. movies trivia game. Fuck you. That was... That wasn't even oh, a trivia question. A give me, give me, what give color me. is the sky? Well, yeah. It depends on what it, de- it is. It depends on the time of day and the part of the world, you son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. That was... All right, what can I hit you You know what? I want an action adventure. I need the... Uh, yeah, you do. the chaos. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, the game has hit the fan. The shit is on the fan. Dennis, are you ready for this very difficult Fucking question? hit me with it. I don't know if I can take it. Who plays Cyrus the Virus in Con Air? John Melvin, oh, John Cusack, just, or Nicholas Cage? Asked. I shit you not, sir. Well, we gotta, I think we should cycle through. You just asked. Nope, for the... nope, nope. nope. John, this, is, this is the way the game John ends. John Malkovich. Ding, ding, ding. You are correct. Three to three. I don't know how you thought of that so quick. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you uh, watch the end of the movie, when they land in oh my Vegas, God. pay attention to the order of the hotels. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> wow, man. That is a good... Yeah, hey, you gave me a gimme. I gave you an ultra gimme. There, there you go. There you go. Oh, boy. I just hope that these uh, the next cards aren't the same exact questions. That would suck, but we'll hey, have to see. Win. Choose your category, sir. I will take... An action adventure as well, please. Oof. All right. Oh, that's funny. Oh, okay. I don't even... I, I'm not even going to say it. Um, who played opposite Patrick Swayze in Point Break? Keanu Reeves. You got it, sir. It is also the yes. 30th anniversary of uh, 
Point Break this year. Go check it out. Dang. There you go. Yeah, yeah. There, tidbit, tidbit along with the you trivia. Oh, uh, that's a good tidbit, sir. Uh, I've never seen the original. I saw the shitty remake, mm. but I never. I wanted to see that fucking stage play they put on. Oh my god! Never made it. Yeah, to. the musical. I think it is. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Point Break the musical. Dang. Um, cool. So uh, you want to take a stab at something else? So we're we're three to three right now. Uh, or four, four to three. three. I I'm trailing, so I'm gonna nice. see if I can save it with a horror sci-fi. All right. As of two thousand. Oh my goodness. Oh no. Yeah, no, I, I, okay. I thought we had this question recently. Maybe we did, maybe we didn't. As of 2013, how many Star Trek movies have there been? Oh. Nine, 11, or 13? There you go. You got, you got one out of three chances here. I'm going to say 11. You're going to say 11. 11. Final answer. Yes. Yes, sir. Yeah, all right. Yeah, it's like nine is not enough. It's like nine was probably pre JJ, but. (laughs) <laughs> we got oh, yeah. 14 more since then so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um perfect math oh, by the way go check it um all right dude yes i'd say this so could win the game what you got comedy cartoon for the win please now i'm afraid you should be you you should be fucking terrified i'm shaking in my pants not my boots but my pants I, and there's there's some boots shaking in this film too Story. Who plays? There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> I wish. Uh, who plays the gun-toting Jewish convert Walter in the Coen Brothers' The Big Lebowski? John Goodman. And he just took the game, folks. That was it. Oh. John Goodman wins. It is now six to six. Oh, John Goodman pays off once again. John Goodman always pays. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's sad. It's sad. He's now doing commercials for, like, a little fucking app for, like, slot machines. And uh, he's playing, like, someone's finger. And it's very sad. I'm like, John, what's wrong? You don't need that money that bad, do you? Maybe the man just likes to work. You never know. Yeah, but work on things that aren't commercials for fucking shitty slot machine ads. Maybe he's got a I, horrible I a gambling addiction. And my hero shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> I mean, I'd love that. It would be something we'd have in common, except he can afford to lose money and I can't. Ed, it's, can, he, can he afford it if the scale is just bigger? You know, There's a reason why he's that's, doing that's the, the, the slot ad, uh, ad as you're observing right now to say there's a reason why he's doing the connors i thought you were gonna say he doesn't he doesn't want to do the connors but he's doing it anyways him and laurie metcalf well we signed the contract we don't have roseanne money to get the fuck out of here so (laughs) guess we're doing this piece you want (laughs) to want to start some uh, reviews you know i would love to start some reviews and since we're talking about the 90s ish even though i think Mm. roseanne started in like 88 um it probably like did, that. but it ended in the ended 90s. In the 90s. Oh, we'll call shit, it a maybe. 90s show. I think we should call it a 90s show. Yeah. Fair enough? I'd give it. All right. That. How about a 90s movie? How about a movie right, released in me. 1991? Oh, wait. Are you going to review? Tell me you're not. T- tell me you're doing point blank because that would be phenomenal. Point, gross point blank, sir. That is that is the John Cusack movie Ooh. you're thinking of. And um, it's not gro- nah. it's not point break either. 
which also is 30 years old, which I mentioned earlier in the episode. <laughs> yes, Dennis, I don't know any movies from the 90s. I'm talking about <laughs> The Last Boy Scout, starring Bruce Willis, Damien Wayans, directed by Tony Scott and written by Shane Black. Say no game, Flash. Joe Hellenbeck's a private detective who's run out of luck. If you touch me again, I'll kill you. <laughs> two for two. Told you. Jimmy Dix. I like Fritz. Is an ex-quarterback who was thrown out of football. Another tragic tale of wasted youth. You're nobody. Shh. Don't tell anyone. So, if any of those names sound familiar, well, it's because you're human and you've watched movies in the last 30 years. Um, it, it just, just to go off the last couple, Tony Scott of infamous action movie fame. I mean, you've, you've had to have seen at least something of his at some point or something he's been attached to, but... Domino, Unstoppable, True Romance, The Fan, uh, Out of the Furnace, he his name was attached to The Good Wife, Killing Lincoln. Anyways, I could keep going. Um, and if Shane Black sounds familiar, it's because it is. He directed Iron Man 3, The Nice Guys. He was in Predator. He's actually in the squad, uh, as, as well as the director and writer of The Predator from 2018. Um, it, it's, he's been all over the place. And it makes sense. This is definitely the type of movie that would be coming out around now. Uh, there's even a little nod to Shane Black within the film where Bruce Willis's daughter is watching Lethal Weapon in the background, which he is a writer in all of the like the first four Lethal Weapon movies. Uh, th this is an interesting flick. So this is telling the story of a private detective who's uh, just a total scumbag, real, real piece of work. Uh, he's he's get this the. He has this case kind of dropped in his lap from this real piece of shit guy who is, his wife is cheating on with, which he, like, knows. His daughter doesn't respect him. I mean, just, like, everything is just shitty in Bruce Willis's life in the beginning of this movie. To be honest, he's kind of reminded me a lot of his character from, from Die Hard. But what's weird is it's, like, he's got a little bit more of an edge than John McClane. It, it's, like, John McClane on steroids. I, I noticed that right away. And it's like, you kind of want me to recognize this, don't you? And it, it doesn't go away as we carry on through the film. Now, his co-star, Damien Wayans, he's playing an NFL quarterback who is disgraced. He's been kicked out of the, uh, he's been kicked out of the professional league because of his drug addiction and his gambling. He was betting on other games. Um, but the, the movie starts off in this really gnarly story of this uh, other running back. He's, He's got this crazy bet on his own team that he can't fulfill. So he ends up just going on this rampage, killing other players, and then end up taking his own life. This is shocked the shocked the sports world. This is shocked the NFL, or what they call the NFL in this movie. And we're we're finding out there's there is like this gambling stranglehold over some of the players, like the free agents and such. So setting setting some of that little uh, fine detail aside. What you're really supposed to be looking at is the ridiculous hijinks that Bruce Willis is getting into, the amazing dialogue delivery that you're getting from Damien Wayans. I love their chemistry. I think they're great on screen together. They actually have a lot of familiar faces as you go down throughout the film. 
uh, Halle Berry is she plays an exotic dancer in the beginning of the movie. Um, it's it, it was pretty fun, but I gotta say it just it was lacking in almost every uh, department to some capacity. It everything just just started to fall short one reason or another. Um, it it clearly had a great budget. I mean, we had explosions and cars rolling over hills and all we had all the cool stunts. We had great gunplay, really over the top practical effects. I loved seeing all that on screen. The the chemistry between the cast members was good, but the dialogue was pretty cheesy. Some of the plot was very just like really you, you had to buy into a certain amount of just really fucking cheesy stuff. And then we just kind of go along with it. Like they just want you to keep accepting and digesting this like kind of a crappy solution to how we get out of the scene. And the whole movie was kind of like that. The end, I was over it by then. Started off pretty strong, started off pretty damn solid, but I was pretty over it by the end. It's still worth a watch though. If you've never seen The Last Boy Scout and you're a fan of either of these actors, uh, if you like these kind of 90s, if, you, if you're a diehard fan, but you just happen to miss Last Boy Scout, then I could justify that being worth a watch. I wouldn't say go rush out and watch this right now, unless you've been watching a lot of Bruce Willis's recent films, then you probably want a taste of something classic. And this would be the thing to go watch instead of literally anything he's been in recently. Um, burn. But I'm going to give Last Boy Scout two and a half slices. Decent action movie. I don't know if it deserves all the hype that the online reviews give it that I had seen. Um, there's a lot of other things that came out around this time that are just better. But I do really like this combination of cast members. Bruce Willis and Damian Wayans together was really funny. I did really enjoy that quite a bit. Nice. Um, so if you want to keep rolling your little jab at watching new Bruce Willis movies, I have a review of a new Bruce Willis movie, Dennis. <laughs> oh, thanks for shitting. Oh, me. shit. That's right. I <laughs> kind of forgot. It's was all good. It's all good. Well, hey, redeem. I watched a movie. He called... can redeem the, the thing I just said. <laughs> Take it back. Take it yeah. back, Bruce. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. All right. So I watched a flick called Midnight in the Switchgrass. You a good girl? Mm-hmm. You're a dirty little girl. Who's in charge here? What the hell do you want at my crime scene? We're the FBI. I'm with the state police. Give me a shout. I'm supposed to be protecting these girls. It's not your operation. You belong to me. You understand what I'm saying? Now lift up that skirt. No. It became my operation. This is about two FBI agents who have been tracking down a serial killer who's been kidnapping hookers and dropping their dead bodies all around. And the FBI agents are played by none other than Bruce Willis, who's about to retire. And his younger, hotter co-star and Emile Hirsch. Miss oh. Megan Fox. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Emile Hirsch is in this as a, as a town cop with a pretty sweet porn oh. mustache. He's a guy that can pull off a mustache, may I say. So pretty much he's noticed that there's been all these murders happening throughout the past couple of years. Uh, he's also hunting down the same guy. But Bruce Willis and Megan Fox are doing sting operations trying to catch the guy. 
And ah. they're always kind of like one step behind and it doesn't work out. And midways through, Bruce Willis is like, well, this is my last day. I guess I'm retiring. And it's like he's out of the picture. So then it's like she's like, I still got to do this. So she goes to a bar. She has a meeting with the guy because she's been trying to talk to him online and whatnot. And guess what? She gets roofied. A male Hirsch goes after the wrong guy. And now she is captive. And so it's now a male Hirsch trying to find her and her trying to help the last victim get out free and try to survive herself. Um, it sounds like a good premise and it is a good okay. movie in ways in mm. respect. But here's the issue here, Dennis. Yes. This movie. Oh, boy. I hear ah, it. There boy. it is. So Bruce Willis, let's let's stick with Bruce, Bruce Willis here. Bruce Willis is sitting down. And everything. <laughs> He's, sitting in a car. He's sitting at a, at a dinner in a booth and uh, he may be. Might have been on set for two days, if I had oh. a guess. Uh, and he's just not really giving a fuck about being there. So, yes, Bruce Willis movies these days kind of suck. So you're, you're not wrong. Um, but Amel Hirsch is, is, is brilliantly acting. Megan Fox is giving another great performance. And uh, I forget who the guy is that's playing the uh, kidnapper. Um, but he, ha- he he's cool. Um, but the issue here... This movie is just kind of cheesy at some points. Like the the kidnapper has a daughter and a wife, and at one point the daughter is she's young and like she's talking to a ball, and she's like, "Oh no, she hears noise," and like I don't know, I don't want to get into it. Yeah, that was the you, daughter sucks. But you, you, talking to a ball, <laughs> you fucking lost me. So I. Wilson. Well, yeah, she's like, hey, Mr. Ball, oh, we're my playing. God. And it's like, I don't believe this person doing this. And then she finds like this like vent where one of the girls is kidnapped and she's like making noises and she runs right all scared. And uh, yeah, it's fucking dumb. But this movie, like, I really like the premise of hunting down and then be- becoming the uh, captive. And sure. then trying to oh, yeah. tra- mail her trying to help. Yeah, that, I yeah. love that. But the issue here. In the middle of this whole operation, Bruce Willis fucks off. All right, well, that's already a sting against it for me. Um, but he served no purpose anyways. Uh, but this movie fades to black a lot, like you're coming in and out oh. of a TV show or something, which is so fucking weird. weird. Yeah. Uh, and it does multiple points where it recaps what happens. Like, you get oh, montages of what happened fucking annoying. very long ago. God, it wasn't a movie or like a multiple, series. Multiple of these. Jesus. It felt like a film student's first feature oh. film. Kind of. And they kind of got they lucked out and had like some great actors and a pretty decent plot. But this movie was only an hour and 39 minutes. If they got rid of like all the fades to black and all the fucking recaps and whatnot, I think this movie would be a tight like 69 minutes to 70 minutes. And that would have been fine. I would have liked that a lot more than having to relive what oh, I already fuck, watched. Man. It's yeah. Like, like that vantage point movie you gotta watch the whole movie fucking seven times within the movie it's like i I mean i like that because it was a good it was a good like you see different vantage points and whatnot but this you're just literally seeing you already seen multiple times and it's like why why and like one thing reminded me of back to my old shoot count cocaine uh at some point a character i'm not gonna say who is like being uh drug up on like uh, a chain around a throat and you can clearly see that there's a harness oh, behind them. I'm like, oh, damn come it. on. Yeah. I didn't even point that out. Sarah pointed that out. So it's like, <laughs> not I, only in my eye, like every, like someone I was never had any experience with that also noticed it. Um, but man, like I said, these actors are giving great performances. The story is cool, but there's just so many things against this. I'm going to give Midnight in the Switchgrass 
two slices three. of toast. Now, if they didn't have those things that I said were issues, I probably would have given it three slices, maybe in three and a half, but I'm sticking it to you. Damn, man. Well, that's uh, that's rough. Let's see if we can uh, get out of it. I'm going to yeah. I'm going to revisit my next couple of uh, reviews. Actually, I'm going to revisit some things that you've previously spoke of on the show, but I might have a, a little bit of a different take to offer. Um, my first one of these two, though, right. is going to be Black Widow. You don't know everything about me. I've lived a lot of lives before I was an Avenger, before I got this family. I made mistakes choosing between what the world wants you to be. who you are. I feel like we're still kind of talking about it. It's still kind of in the air. We're still kind of excited. It's our most recent Marvel Cinematic Universe drop in the theaters. Um, yeah. But that's not yeah. where I saw it. By the time we figured out how much it would cost for my wife and I to go see it, we decided let's just stay at home. We got, so You cheap son of we a went, bitch. We, we did the old, no, yeah, no, we, we did the old Disney Plus. I, I cracked open a, a Voodoo Ranger. Delicious. And uh, we were just chilled out at home and uh, checked out Black Widow. Um, now, as you heard before, I don't, I'm not going to rattle through the cast and all that. You, you know the you know what folks are here, but um, I have to say, this is it, it's a movie that started off. It hit the ground running. I mean, I expect no less from a Marvel film. We we just we dove right into what the shit is. Um, I liked this. I liked the separation scene. It was gnarly. Like you know, it's. You know, it's coming, but it's heartbreaking to watch it happen. And I liked watching the family slip through David Harbour's fingers, even though we find out they're not actually family and all that stuff. Uh, I actually, I, I really enjoyed the cast in this. I thought people did a damn good job. Oddly enough, with the exception of Scarlett Johansson, it's like it's her movie, but it was like, that. oh. Yep. I kind of, yep. we kind of phoned yep. in Natasha. Everyone else shines so yeah. high. Uh, there was a joke for the first few minutes. Now, oh, what's sorry? Sorry, well, I, 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 I was going to ask what the premise is, but uh, I'll let you get to the joke. My apologies. No, it's not really so much of a joke as a statement or an observation that was made that d- it didn't end up running the whole movie uh, for the for about the first what 20, 30 minutes or so. It's like the film was also co-starring her ass. Like, you're just, there's, there's some pretty solid framing of Scarlett Johansson's butt. And then we decided to, oh shit, we're probably doing this a little too much. And then the rest of the film, we kind of cut around it. Or we got a different cam op that figured out, hey, we don't actually need to put that in frame every single time. So we're. Oh no, you do, Dennis. You do. That cam op. Right. That's why, that's why they won't be in the next film, um, working on the next crew. But uh, although we, we that was a joke in the house for a few minutes, and we're like, oh, oh, we'll stop seeing it. Well, I guess it's not funny anymore. So uh, where you might have had that in the previous films, not the case here. This is very much to the point of the of the action, and then we have these lulls of like, okay, we're humanizing Natasha, we're humanizing the rest of her family. Uh, it's not what I'm here for. I know she's a person. We've done this in other movies, in fact. Like I. We've given her these moments. I, I kind of don't care. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to see Black Widow do Black Widow shit beginning to end. Give me two solid fucking hours of Black Widow-ness. And I feel like they under-delivered on that. This was not the return to 
the MCU that I was hoping for. Uh, Loki was better. I will say that. That's easy. I easily say Loki was better. But, I mean, it wasn't terrible. Like, I don't... See, how the number of slices. This is what troubles me. Um, it's better than a two and a half, but it's like, I'm not sure if I can okay. give it a three. Because there's threes I liked a lot okay. more. For instance, Gunpowder Milkshake, I definitely enjoyed that more than I enjoyed Black Widow. Say what you will to that. I just think it was a better movie. Oh, I will uh, say. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to give Black Widow they both have their merits, two and a half yeah. slices. It's a strong two and a half in that it was like, you know what, I could see you, you still show up. Say, now, I don't regret one bit spending money to go check this film out. It was totally worth it. I, I still had a good time watching it. I just think it wasn't as good as I hoped it would be. And I know I'm falling victim to the same thing that I say everyone else does where I had raised expectations. It's also been a while since I got to see a feature-length version of a Marvel film. So it, it was a, it was a mm-hmm. high bar, especially over this last 4th of July. Had a lot of, like, rewatched some of the Captain America films and stuff where it was like, okay, with all of this kind of refreshed in my mind, I felt this one fell a little short of the rest. Uh, but still worth a watch. Like I said, two and a half slicer. Um, maybe, maybe it'll punch a little harder in the theater, but I just don't think the story's going to get any better, you know? Nah. Now, yeah. Now, now, once again, it's been two years since we've had an MCU movie, and since then we've had multiple episodes of multiple shows, and we know where this character's going ultimately yes. by the end. So it's kind of like, was it necessary at this point? If we got this movie maybe three years ago, before Endgame, it's like, maybe this would have been impactful. And yeah, it would have been one of the more lackluster movies, but I feel like it would have packed a little more punch because we didn't know her fate. We didn't have all these other TV shows yeah. roaming around. So and it, what's know. funny is like, the way you described, and we know where she's going to land, like we know what ends up happening to her. We also knew that going into Loki, yet Loki found a way to make it so satisfying to go mm-hmm. along for that ride. And I feel like they missed that opportunity here. I mean, yes, she doesn't see it coming, obviously, but it doesn't mean sure. we can't establish that that is how she lives her life, the ultimate sacrifice. There was none of that in this movie. Like, she didn't get that opportunity in this movie. Was Now, I appreciate it. And yeah. might I add... Uh, when we saw her in Endgame, she was grizzled. She was in charge of the Avengers. It looked like shit went down with her. And I wanted to see that more than just, oh, I'm going to break my dad out of prison. Here's this character that's after me. It's like nothing yep. was at stake. Like, it felt like she was on the run, but was she really? Come on, Thunderbolt Ross. Who cares about him yeah. at this point? It's like we're it's reaching like, pretty far back. What, why? Why couldn't we have William more? William Hurt has aged quite a bit since the last time he played the character. So oh, it was like, yeah. oh, sorry, sorry, William. Um, <laughs> we need you to come back. Uh, we're going to resize your wardrobe, though. Um, no, it was. I, I, I get why we had it there. I get why we did it. And I, I think you hit the nail on the head. If it was in that steady pace that we just previously had of the Marvel movies, I don't think we would have noticed as much. But because we kind of had that missing from our palate for a minute, and we were so hungry to have that experience again, Mm -hmm. we were kind of judging it just a little harsher. Sure. Sure. And in its defense, it was supposed to come out before any of the TV shows. It was supposed to come out last year. So that's just, it's a victim of the pandemic. I I think so. And Disney not putting it out right away. On but yeah, Disney if they would have pulled this move right at the top, 
I, who knows? Uh, maybe it would have been received a little better if it was the first one. I went out of my way to try to go do that. You know, maybe that would have had a different impact. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They, there, you're, as you said, there are a lot of factors at play here, which is why I don't think I don't want the two and a half slices to sound as harsh as it does. Just trying to be honest. No, it was it's still fu- a fine yeah, movie. Exactly, it was a fine movie. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Will I go back and rewatch it? Nah, uh, yeah, maybe. I felt like the characters that really shined was her sister and her father. I'd yes, love to see more of absolutely. them. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but I don't know. But uh, I think I think there's another ride we're we're going I... on. Oh yes, there definitely is. Um I watched a movie called Ride the Eagle. Hi Leaf. Look at me talking to you even though I'm dead. That's trippy, right? Well, I'm still here spiritually. I'm right. Behind you. Oh! <laughs> that was a good one. I got you. Nope. I got you. I know. Yeah, I did. I hereby leave my cabin to my son, provided he completes this list of tasks left for him at the cabin. Do you want a gun? No, should I? No, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is a movie uh, written and, uh, and starring jake johnson from new girl and oh, nice. cops uh it's about a uh, guy who's kind of middle-aged and he didn't really know his mother because really at the age of 12 his mother kind of abandoned him and joined like a hippie commune type okay. cult and since then she reached out to him and wanted to mend things and he just didn't want any of it uh he's in a band with a bunch of like younger teenagers we don't ever meet he lives in a hut with his dog in his buddy's backyard and one day he finds out that his mother had died his mother was played by susan sarandon and apparently she left him a cabin but in order to get the cabin he has to kind of do multiple tasks that his mother set out for him to do like she left him uh vhs tapes of her giving him like here's ways to really enjoy your life and change your life you gotta connect with the next girlfriend you gotta um kind of be a man you gotta catch a fish with your hands and a rock you gotta do this you gotta do that a bunch of little things that kind of changes his life and will she ever know if he does it no and she even admits that in these videos um but it's just fun watching like it was a it was a little slow uh jk simmons nice is a fantastic character at one point he calls the calls up the house and jake johnson answers and he's like hello and he's like hey hey uh uh pencil dick or something just something so <laughs> random he's like you're just a fuck boy i'm coming after you like he's just freaking <laughs> out he's like and, and and jake johnson's laughing he's like why are you laughing he's like well nobody's ever called me a fuck boy since well ever and like he has no clue what's going on so it's kind of funny so like and then we see this mysterious character like kind of walking all around like the outside of his house and like this like big yellow hoodie i don't know I i don't know how to describe it but anyways it's just like when this guy is taking chances and risks doing what his mother wants him to do, uh, things kind of go downhill for him and things kind of go uphill for him. It's like a, a struggle. He's uh, kind of trying to mend a relationship with somebody who's dead and have a new place to live. Uh, it's it's hard to describe. Like It was kind of slow, but it also had a good little pace going. And I feel like this is more like a mumblecore style movie. Okay. Uh, they shot it over the pandemic, so like people are kind of spaced out, but it works. I don't know why, but it works. It's like a fun little indie movie, and uh, I don't I don't know. So pretty much the basic basis is uh, he has to inherit a house, but he has to do a couple of tasks. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it 
Three nice. slices of toast. It wasn't amazing, but it wasn't shit. It was good. Okay. That that like that sounds like a nice time. That sounds like a, a good ride. Yeah, and it's uh, nice and quick, under an hour and a half. Oh, nice. So oh, there I, you I go. Can't go wrong. Sweet. Well, I, I'm gonna yeah. keep the trend going. I got another flick of uh, previously Adam toasted that Dennis is about to toast over here. Um, talking about the okay. new M Night Shyamalan flick, Old. No kids allowed on the beach. What? We never leave each other. Nothing separates us. Are we there yet? You said five minutes. Technically, it's been more than five minutes. Let's just all start slowing down. Wow. Do you believe I found this online? Well, I guess it's not that secret a piece. Whoa. Who would leave this? From the hotel! They're so rusted! What's happening? Found stuff from the hotel in the sand. Old, again, as previously discussed, is a uh, tale of a group of families at this beautiful, luxurious resort who get sent out to this beach. And over the course of their day, in the, the first few hours, they learn something is awry. There's something fucking weird happening when people start dying. And then they realize they're aging. At least some of them are, but not all of them right away. Uh, th this was a this was a cool a cool story. I got to say, I was in it every minute. Um, I thought everyone was doing a really good job of playing playing someone who's having to rapidly age the way they the way they are. Uh, every time we had these, and what I liked, it was a very Shyamalan camera movement where it was like he's telling you without telling you. Oh, the camera movements. Were yeah, fantastic. it was it. I didn't mention that last week. Oh, God. It, it, was, it was all the stuff that I loved from his previous movies. And just like you said, this is definitely a Shyamalan return to form because you would have these like sweeping pans or these 360 shots that that was your key. It was like, oh, fuck, where it's about to like the, the thing is about to crack off or, you know, we're about to hit the next level with the next reveal is right there. And it wasn't annoying to me at all. It was it just made the anticipation so much worse because a lot of the times it would just sit right off the edge of frame or it would just barely be on, on the edge of frame. I, I love these very Hitchcockian things that he has put his Shyamalan signature on. And that is, this film is full of it. Uh, and the good it, um, it, it is just, it was a great time. I honestly had a solid time watching it. Um, it the, the pace slowed down in a couple spots, but I think it, I understood what it was trying to do. It was earning these moments of, I mean, you had people who went from just barely middle age to being well over, well, well, well over the hill, and th uh, diseases are setting in. Like they're they're trying to remember something that literally only happened hours ago, but because of the nature of this beach, they they're trying to hold it together in like in their psyche, in their mind. And I think that's what was really interesting about the performance in this is that you were watching. 20-somethings have to behave like children, and you're watching people in their middle age having to behave like 
they were well into the years of Alzheimer's. And that was what was, that was gnarly to watch. Like I, I had a great time watching this flick. Uh, easily three slices. I almost, I almost want to give it more. Uh, I, I think we could have got there just a, just a few minutes sooner. Uh, we, we, we let a couple sure. of the moments kind of impregnate for a while. <laughs> and, uh, that, which speaking speaking of which, without spoiling too much, that was gnarly. Great moment, great fucking moment. Oh, yeah. And that's as much as I want to say of that. But damn, I love like you know what? Scratch that. Three and a half. I'm giving old three and a half slices. Dennis is going three and a half on old. Nice. I mean, I'm 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 changing it in nice. the book. It's it's written in ink. Permanent. <laughs> Yeah, you guys don't know. Dennis really does keep like files in, in ink, so that's kind of <laughs> yeah. cool to go back and look at. But uh, I don't is is it me or was it kind of now we can discuss yeah. this if it's cool with you? Is it is it me or in the beginning, like you said, twenty something year olds acting as if they were like eight year olds or whatnot? But then over time, like by the end of the movie, whoever survives felt like they kind of had lived that full life. They were speaking like adults, which they is why like adults, but they were still younger. And at they the still beginning of the movie, out. we saw them behaving very grown up and this is the cat that i i really liked mm -hmm, and again true. this goes back to i thought it was great casting these kids their vocabulary was stellar they were just spilling out their dialogue like it was nothing especially the the son like oh they seem like it kids. was it was, it was like this is the kid that you would like be talking to and then about 15 minutes later you'd forget oh shit i'm talking to a seven-year-old i shouldn't i I, I shouldn't say what the fuck is it? You know, like I'm, I'm starting to speak too casually. Um, they're very much like that at the beginning of the movie. Uh, especially I like, I like that. The gag of the, Hello, what's your name? What do you do for a living? Like that, that, that shit. It's great. And it's another great, great Shyamalan great yeah, moment awesome. of like, we're going to, we're going to beat the fucking shit out of you with this fact at the beginning. And then we're never going to draw a thing to it again. Oh yeah. But then boom, it's going to come back at the end to save you. Like, I love that. I love these. In right out of the get-go, like, just, like, we're, we're on the nose, like, oh, you don't want to grow up too quick. Yep. Once you get older, things are And it's like, we know the what the movie's called. We know like, what, like, we, we, know, we know what we're here for. Yeah. So even just when it comes up in dialogue, I like it. It's just like, oh, shit, you know, there it is. You know, like, I, this, it does a good <laughs> job of just making it fun watching a movie. I, I liked the, the, watching the pieces yes. move, you know? And in the beach oh, that they were gorgeous. so beautiful was so beautiful and like it was oh man uh but like you said the casting was phenomenal i felt like you could believe like this was this person at oh eight, yeah this, was this person at like 20 yeah. or even 14 and this was them as i'm like damn they, they found people that looked like and the acting was on par yep. the whole time throughout these characters um yeah, I, I'm happy that you enjoyed it because I was like, maybe I'm just. Well, I mean, I thought I was just crazy, but do you kind of agree that there wasn't fully an M Night? Twist I do. Really there in is. There? It, it's like. Do you think it was to me? Like the, if you can call it a twist, it's like the fact that we crossed the finish line at all. The, the uh, mm -hmm. all right, folks. If you're if you're trying to spare yourself, skip skip ahead a few seconds because I'm about to say some shit. No, no, no. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't say. It. Maybe well, we should it's, talk about uh, like about it it's, it's not. It doesn't. Movie. It's not the punch in the same way you normally expect. The way he tries to have a big, huge, giant twist in your face right at the end. I, I, w I would agree with you there. Mm -hmm. It's it's a lot more subtle because I was expect. I would. I had 
settled for the other outcome by then. So that to me was the yep. twist. I was like, oh, oh. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to end the way, the way it ended. And by the way, Rufus yeah. Sewell. It was pleasant. Uh, the, the guy playing the doctor. I loved him. I, mm-hmm. I was a big fan of his in Man in the High Castle. Fantastic. So watching him do do this character was really awesome. I really enjoyed that. And then Ken Lung, if uh, anyone recognizes this guy, he's been all the fuck over the place. Rush Hour? Yep. He's the nurse, yep. right? Is that the nurse? Oh, yeah. Nice. I love that guy. And Saw. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. I didn't even realize. No wonder why I'm probably like, where do I know that guy from? Probably yes, sir. from myself. Well, only the else. first one. Um, he does get shot in the leg. He well, lives. I mean... <laughs> but legless. But, mm. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Um, do you do you uh, and anything no, else you want to talk about? That, that is old for me. Let's uh, let's so much more, but let's uh, let's move on. So, uh, forge ahead. All right. Yeah. Oh, we'll 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 trek ahead. We'll try. Um, I watched the new A twenty four movie, The Green Ooh. Knights. Oh, nice. Friends, brothers. Sisters, who can regale me and my queen with some myth? For tale. O oh, greatest of kings, let one of your knights try to land a blow against me. Indulge me in this game. I will be deep. Now this movie stars... Yeah, th- this movie, I was. I saw the trailer, I'm like, holy fuck, this is gonna be a doozy. Uh, it stars Dev Patel as... Um, as King Arthur's nephew. Uh, I believe his name is uh, Garwin or Gawin. Gar- Gawin, I believe his name is. And uh, he uh, he ends up going on a journey to fight the Green Knight. Uh, and he's risking his life doing this. Uh, because earlier at Christmas time, at Camelot, uh, the Green Knight came in and kind of threatened them. And Garwin kind of took King Arthur's sword and slice the green knight's head off but the green knight was still alive and he's like in a year i will get revenge so garwin's like i'm gonna beat him too and i'm gonna get revenge before he can get free revenge revenge. and uh in classic a24 (laughs) classic a24 style this movie drags and Mm. drags and it's slow i I know that it's not your not your flavor they make i was curious to see how this would play in a high fantasy con like kind of concept yeah like, you know, the parts of Lord of the Rings oh, and no. like Game of Thrones where they're just kind of on a horse and they're trekking and it's beautiful shots. And you're like, all right, cool. Oh, well, we're still on this. All right, let's get some action. Yeah, that's 90 percent oh, of this movie okay. for me. I will come to the defense of um, at least and, in Game of Thrones. I still found the conversation riveting because the performances are oh, fucking stellar. Not to put oh, Lord yeah. of the Rings down, but conversation. Yes, Dennis. it is conversation. Yes. Oh, there was no conversation. This is literally oh. a man on a horse by himself in these areas. Now, sure, he comes across other people along the way, and there's some cool stuff that happens to him. But 
most of the time it's him on a horse, him just walking, and it's like, okay, cool, man. I, I'd like to move on to something fun and action-packed now, kind of like you <laughs> sold me in your trailer. Oh, no, I don't get that. Um, so for that reason, I'm giving the Green Knight oh, one fuck. and a half slices of toast. Uh, now, take that with a grain of salt. I went with my, with my brother, and he said, and this is a good review for my brother, it wasn't shit, and it wasn't great. He, he thought it was fine, and for me, I thought it was not fine. I even fell asleep oh. a few times because it was so slow and I, i'm i'm like hey did i miss anything well, at this point of this oh my god no i'm like okay and you think that's a good movie cool I, I just heard um, nick say but you know no. like, I, I could hear it when you said that <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we're walking out of the theater it's it's sad uh but take it with a grain of salt because like i said a24 is a beast of its own and like the people who understand horror and adventure and stuff like there, they'll probably find something to dig. Um, but for me, I wanted horror. I wanted adventure. I didn't get that in my opinion. So some people might love it. I believe it's getting rave reviews okay. from uh, critics and fans alike. Gotta so say, I, this one really piqued so, my I interest. Know, but I, I'm definitely going to get at this sometime. So I'm, I'm going to, we're going to come back to this. So we'll, we'll see if our, sure. our slice scale compares. I hope so. It would be nice to well, hear what you think. Because I'd like to be... Oh, you know what? Ladies and gentlemen, uh, please let me know if you disagree with me and why I should give it another shot. Tell me what I missed. Uh, over at movie underscore toast on Twitter. Please, I would love to hear your take on this if you've seen the movie. Uh, if not, or you could even email us at movie toast news and reviews, not at, but our email address is movie toast news and reviews at gmail.com. Please let me know. I And I might read your, your reviews and your take on it on air next week if you... So kindly. That'd be awesome. Well, uh, maybe I can. <laughs> Dennis, I think you watched something kind of. Yes, new, right? sir. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes, I did. Maybe uh, this next flick will put a put a, a shock into the lineup. I watched 2021's Jolt starring Kate Beckinsale. Lindy, this is not a cure. The only way we're going to make progress is cutting-edge avant-garde treatment. I've got this condition. It makes me snap. Like Tourette's? Just a tiny bit more. Intense. I've upped the voltage, but there's only so much that the human body can take. This is a high-octane, action-packed flick, something reminiscent of a Jason Statham, let's shoot some shit and drive some cars kind of flick, and that is 100% what I was uh, here for. The, the cast also, I found very interesting, because I checked the trailer, I was like, well, damn, you got all these folks. Uh, right off the bat, Susan Sarandon and Stanley Tucci uh, you Harry Potter fans would immediately recognize David Bradley or Mr. Filch. Um, that was my best, Mr. Filch, sorry. <laughs> uh, Laverne Cox of Orange is the New Black fame. Fantastic in this film, by the way. And uh, Jai Courtney. Um, I thought the cast was pretty damn good. Everyone did a damn good job playing off one another. Uh, every, everyone was doing the part they were up here for. But the part they were here for wasn't always good. 
Um, I love Kate Beckinsale. I love her action movies. Um, she's she's aging like wine. I don't know how it's possible. She just keeps. Oh, it's <laughs> crazy. Me. I don't know how it's possible. She just keeps getting more attractive and just a bigger badass from movie to movie. Yeah, and she does it in this this film too. Like watching the trailer for this, I was like, wait, Kate Beckinsale, like. 20 years ago was looking hot in fucking Underworld. How it, is she even better Yeah. Right oh, man. No, and it, it, it shows. It, it carries. And she still kicks ass. When she's in the movie... Nice. Now, what? I gotta say, there was... Oh, there was a, a couple of fight scenes. One in particular. I'm saying, like, 30 to 40 straight fucking seconds of the back of her head... To the point to where it's like, okay, this clearly is not Kate Beckinsale, and you're framing it in such a manner to hide the fact that this is her stunt double, because it was getting obnoxious. Um, there was a car chase that wasn't a car chase. It was like, we got permits to drive 10 miles an hour over the speed limit on some city streets. And we like layered sound over it. Like, Sounds it's like not, but to it's, me. It was so ungratifying. And like, anything that involved any sort of special effects that weren't practical looked horrible. And I can forgive that because there's only a few, uh, but there was, there was just places, gaping holes all over the place. The story got weird. Before I get into that stuff, let me tell you what some more of the story is. Why is it called Jolt? Well, it's called Please. Jolt because Kate Beckinsale's character is a fucking psycho. She was born with this, a rare disorder of things. Um, it's based on, it sounds like it's based on a graphic novel or something where uh, something about her genetic makeup makes it so she can just fly off the fucking handle in a moment's notice. And she has incredible agility, strength. Um, she is a bouncer in her day to day life. But over years and years of therapy and having to be restrained for decades of her life, she finally found out that the the key to her being able to like exist in normal society is to wear this essentially a shock vest under her clothes. She carries this keychain uh, with a button on it that when she's feeling too too much on the edge or she's about to just crack off, she hits this button and shocks herself. And I love that throughout, throughout the movie we get these great little glimpses as to what she wishes she was doing. Like we get to see the moment of what she actually wants to act out before she hits the button. Really, really fun. And even funnier when it finally happens, where you're seeing her hit the button, it's happening, and then she finally just says, fuck it. And she just goes and beats that asshole in the face. Um, it, it was gratifying just to see those moments. You still get to feel like it's Kate Beckinsale being the badass. But I'm going to tell you right now, there's several points where you're just like, oh, this isn't, that's not her at all. <laughs> um, so as much as I wanted it to be a gunpowder milkshake or... Ah, what was the one where he he had to shock uh, Statham had to shock himself? Uh, it was kind of like that, but it wasn't. It wasn't enough of that. It it it. Oh well, I'm sorry. I literally was talking to you when you were saying Crank. that, but my mic was muted, and I there you go. I feel like a fool. Uh, yes, yeah. And it kind of also sounds like that. You remember that Jet Li movie? The oh, Animal, yes. Where he had yeah, he yeah, was yeah. like a badass yep. killer, but he had to wear a collar. It, it, was Kind of like, like it, it, it reminded. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of those films like it was trying to do that again, but for a lower budget, like across the board. That's what it looks like. Like uh, we we had all of this money up to spend on the cast. 
we couldn't really spend it. And a couple of a couple of the sets are really cool looking. Uh, seeing Mr. Filch do suspension from the ceiling of his bad guy lair was creepy and gross. I loved it. It disturbed me. They did it did its job. Anytime you see someone doing suspension, that grosses me out with the hooks in the skin, and you're hanging from the hooks in the skin. Yeah. It, mm. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Exactly. No, and that's you. the reaction. And it's like, you did a good job with that. Thing is, not the rest of the movie feels like that. Like, he doesn't hit me like I don't have that strong a reaction to much else. It was funny. You had some cool, violent moments. It just wasn't cool enough. So I'm giving Jolt two and a half slices. That's uh. over on Amazon Prime. Okay, action flick. A little too long in tooth. Nice. Yeah, you know, I watched the trailer two weeks ago, I think, three weeks ago when it came out, and I'm like, this looks pretty badass, but I'm like, exactly everything that you kind of nailed it down for, like the, the issues, I'm like, I could kind of tell from the trailer. So oh, I'm yeah. happy that I someone mean, checked it's, it out, so I think it's still you. a fun ride. Just like, don't be expecting any fucking John Wick or, like I said, Gunpowder Milkshake. It's, it's, it is definitely a step below something of that, that budget, even. Like, it, it shows. Mm. Uh, if you do want to go on a wild ride, whoa, 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 dude! Ride, I don't not even. But does it have to be wild? Can we tone it down? How about something, some something chill? Maybe just a cruise. Okay, I guess no adventure. That's what you really want. I'm gonna tuck. Okay, well, I mean, you gotta have a little adventure, yeah, right? It depends on who's along for the ride, I guess. Okay, so I'm going to try to give you something that you might be looking for. Something that you could watch at home or at the theater that just came out last weekend. I'm talking about Disney's Ooh. Jungle Cruise. So what are you doing out here? There is a legend in the jungles of the Amazon of a tree that heals all. It could change the world, but if it gets into the wrong hands, it could awaken a great evil. I believe that the legend is real, Which it's not. and I'm gonna find it. Which you want. And when I do, just imagine the lives that could Now, be as saved. you know, uh, there's the ride at Disney called Jungle Cruise, and it's like, well, how are you turning that into a movie? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. Uh, this movie, is about Emily Blunt. She is a doctor, but nobody wants to take her seriously because she's a woman. And this takes place back in like older times. Stupid times. England. I don't know the exact date, but uh, yeah, yeah. And the only person who uh, can kind of help her is her brother. So he does this talking oh, okay. for her. He plays the face uh, to and, her to her voice. Yeah, yeah. And and they even call that out at some points. And like she is kind of like a female oh, in Jones. Like she is phenomenal. Yeah, like in the beginning when we meet her, she's stealing like this like ancient thing. She's coming up with a map. She's doing all these like physical things and she's owning oh, it. She, oh, she kicks ass. Oh. Like just talking yes. about her in a quiet place too recently. Like, like Anything she does, she fucking Mary Poppins. Like, Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, man. God, Edge I of love tomorrow. her. Edge of tomorrow. God, she's just God. phenomenal. Yes. Oh, yeah. So uh, essentially, she knows that there's this ancient thing. Uh, there's this tree that like has like a leaf that can cure like so much in the world, like sickness and whatnot. Uh, but it's it, nobody's ever gone to this place. She has the map for it. She has this other thing that will help uncover it. Um, so she kind of goes 
to this this place looking for a skipper, a someone who owns a boat to take her on the cruise to get where she has to go. Uh, she thinks she's going to meet with Paul Giamatti, okay. uh, his character, but she ends up meeting with a uh, guy who runs kind of a little scammy kind of Amazon boat ride where like he has like sad little like props that <laughs> pop out of the water That's and, a good like, reference. and stuff. And he kind of makes it looks like they're being attacked by fucking like Aborigine people. And like, he's like, Oh man, I wish that I could go faster, but it's dangerous. I'm paid to how many heads that I can bring on the tour, not how many heads I can bring back. So like people give him more money to drive the boat faster. And like, nice, he's a nice. con man. And, uh, he is, he, he, he's, uh, he, he needed an engine for his boat. So Paul Giamatti got him the engine, but he hasn't paid up for it. So Paul G- all right, I'm I'm not I'm gonna spare you the details. Paul Giamatti's fantastic in this too. Um so anyway, she hires Dwayne the Rock Johnson uh to take her on this cruise, her and her brother, and uh she stole an artifact that a uh, Baron bought, played by Jesse Plemons. He's kind of like this like German guy, and he's like he's after her, he knows who she is, uh so he is going after her, and they're being chased by him, and there's wild exploits that happens and uh it's you know okay. I, I don't want to give away too much, but this movie is a I mean, fun ride. Like it's it. like you got people having fun, like like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, his character like tells dad <laughs> jokes throughout the whole movie, but it works for some reason, and he owns it. And uh, like they're, they're they even like touch base like back in the day it was super taboo, I assume to be uh, gay or whatnot. And the brother like opens up to Dwayne. He's like, yeah. I pretty much like will do whatever for my sister because I came, I can't love oh, who I love uh, because I, I uh, and, and she's the only one who didn't like throw me to the curb. And like, it's like, so there's heart there and there's action, there's adventure, there's comedy. Uh, everyone's firing on all engines. If Dwayne, the rock Johnson decided not to do fast and the furious to do this movie, which I mean, he didn't do it because Vin Diesel's a dick and doesn't like, I don't know. There's a feud there, but I feel like he made the right move. This movie was so fun and so exciting. And I honestly hope it becomes a franchise because oh, I wow. want to watch okay. more of this. Like they could be doing whatever. Like it's fun. Yeah. So Jungle Cruise. Fuck. Like three and oh, man. Nice. I got to say it sound like it looks like a good time. Yeah. I I was apprehensive seeing the trailer. of yeah. Just like, mm, are you going to short me? Are you going to are you going to do me dirty? Mm-hmm. But no, that sounds awesome, dude. No. Yeah. And I ended up seeing this uh, in, in an the actual theater. big screen IMAX, not one of the fake IMAX, nice. and it was well worth it. Yeah, like the, it looked beautiful on the big screen, and it's probably all CG, but boy, did it look nice. believable for CG! Awesome, man. It was nice. Well, that yeah. sounds like a solid flip. I mean, sorry that it wasn't <laughs> bad. It was. It was, it was not a batch of shit. Well, I, I've something. I've got a a really good bad batch. Up, up, up to cover next. If if you're up oh. for it. Times have changed. Things were clearer when we were just soldiers. Why aren't you fighting for the Empire? We're different. Our priorities have shifted. Good thing you met me then. You make money, I make money. I guess we're in. In the end, we all choose sides. Terminate them. Yes, sir. All right, folks, we're talking about Disney Plus's The Bad Batch. This is the Clone Wars spinoff series, episode 14. It was dropped over on July 30th. Um, this is uh, picking the pace back up a little bit from the last Sid-heavy episode. 
Sorry for the hardcore Sid fans. Yes, I love her too. But you know, we got a we got a little in the last one. It was a little too much. Um, we're we're back to form here. We're we're getting back to the shit. This is telling the tale of our our bachelors are just again coming off a mission. We're looking for the next gig, and uh, a familiar face, Rex, uh, hails them on on comms. He's he's clearly in hiding. He's he's hiding his identity. He's got like a cloak on on the the hollow projector, but he's he's asking for their help. He desperately needs our our crew to go and save another another clone trooper, another reg, as they say, who is being captive by or he's being hunted by the Empire. When they uh, they apprehensively take the mission only because a this isn't going to make them any money, so they're going to go hungry. And then B, it is extremely dangerous, and they're charging straight into the Empire's turf. Uh, they know they're probably going to, you know, it's like they know they're going to run into Crosshair. They know they're going to run into some really hard up new Empire soldiers. So they're not exactly excited about this mission. But Omega reminds them what their duty is, and Tech reminds them where he came from. He was just a reg like them, like those other guys too. It took horrible circumstances that these guys were willing to come and save him. So that he didn't have to face the fate that the, his other brothers did. So we're all on board. We're gonna bust this guy out. We we get into the base, and then we discover this character. If those who are really the hardcore eagle-eyed fans would have caught it when they said the the serial number of the trooper, and when they said it, I was like, "Fuck! I know I should know who this is." But um, Hauser, uh, this is a uh, Hauser. Yeah, Hauser. God, why am I? I just draw a total total blank. Yeah. Um, Believe in yourself, Dennis. Is yes, that this is from this a is a Clone Wars, uh, Clone Wars trooper that um, he he was a he he had a badass wolf. Uh, oh no! Oh, that it's yeah, Gregor. God, there we go. There we go, folks. See, I got around to it. It's Gregor from Clone Wars. So we're here to rescue Gregor. Uh, he's, he's funny in that he was a, because he was a training clone, he would instruct some of the younger ones or the older ones as they are literally just about to head into combat. He's kind of got a couple screws loose. He's pretty funny. I like this guy. I, I kind of forgot about him until he popped back up and he pops up again later in, in, uh, Rebels, but the, it was, it was awesome to kind of have this moment of he's, he's this constant reminder of you guys, all of these Republic things you keep trying to do don't work anymore. It's the Empire now. They don't follow those rules. The first main number one thing is the guys they're fighting against on the way out to try to save their save their brother aren't clones. Only this like the, the leaders, like the, the squad leaders are clones because they're they're older, but the rest of the troopers are made up of other civilians who have volunteered, other recruits from across the galaxy. We are seeing our first true stormtroopers toe-to-toe in combat with the bad batch so it that that was it was pretty fun it was it was a solid actiony episode um i i'm excited to see i i can tell we're kind of like dulling it down just a bit because it's got to pick right back up before the end of the series and it's it's going good though still enjoying the ride still a a solid entry in this season of bad batch and i am pumped for next week 
Fair enough. Fair enough. That's that sounds like it picked up from last week. Last week you said yeah. it's kind of a lack. We, we got we so got a half a step higher. You know, we went a little. It's like a little more. Not not full on back to where it was in the first like ten episodes of the series, but uh, it's there. I've I feel like I see the moves it's it's taking. It's just get, get, getting the audience into this lulled nice. sense of security of we're going to kind of hit this rhythm of mission, 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 and then some some shit's going to go down. Oh. And I, I just, I glided over the very end. The shit that went down <laughs> at the end of this one, um, Hunter gets captured. Our main Rambo dude. Oh. Bandana himself. He gets uh, he gets captured right at Didn't the very end. Coming. And he tells his squad to leave. Omega's screaming huh. his name. They're, he's begging everyone to go back. Shit. She's just, you know, beating on Wrecker's arms, begging him to turn around. And they 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 press on. They have to follow orders. Not because they have to follow orders, but because of how much respect they have for that huh. man. They've got to do what he says. So that was it. It was an awesome moment to add, end on. True. For me, that was what made this episode better than last week's. So that's why it reminded me of that. I had to, I had to mention that nice. much. <laughs> yeah. That's a good cliffhanger. <laughs> um, if, if you don't mind, could I also pitch a show to people that's based in the film world? That, uh, maybe well, shit. I think that's what we're here for. All right, cool. Uh, Dennis, did you ever watch one of my favorite uh, Taika Waititi Ooh, movies? You know, it's on the list. Didn't have not got to it yet, though. Oh, boy. Right I think you'd like it. It's great. It's uh, about these vampires who kind of live in the modern Already day. Already sold. And, uh, it, it's it's <laughs> shot like a documentary, and it's uh, shot in New Zealand, so you don't really know who they are. Uh, there's a, an American version of it. Uh, uh, the sh They have an American show of it here. Uh which is a great show, but I'm not talking about this. Uh, I'm talking about a show that uh, has been around for, I think, two seasons now, but not in America. The show's been in like New Zealand and maybe the UK. Uh, there were these two characters, two cops show up in, in the middle of the movie at the house of the uh, vampires. And there's vampires like walking on the ceiling and like they're just responding like, oh, sir, are you OK? What are you, what, <laughs> how are you on the wall in, in the ceiling? How, how you, like these two bumbling cops. And so they, they okay. spun off into their own show called wellington paranormal welcome to the wellington police paranormal unit i mean to put it in layman's terms we're kind of like Mulder and scully we've got sort of underlying sexual tension going on i believe this is a ufo and um, i believe it's a hubcap maybe we could do something a little bit less scary ah! it's wellington it's scary right everybody that wants to uh proceed to the afterlife put up your ghost hands your neck is going to get really sore, and I'm not massaging it tonight. Uh, be careful out there, guys. Full moon tonight. We believe that earlier on tonight you were transformed into a werewolf and you ran through your, your back door. How do you know that? Uh, just the hole in the back door. You know, I'm just requesting assistance here. Caught on the fence again, O'Leary. It's not something that normally happens to me. Yeah. I've got a question. If we identify a UFO, does that just mean it's an FO? Mm. And uh, pretty much is like they every week there's like a new paranormal <laughs> event happening in town. And they have this like chief who's like, you guys have to go and do this, but don't let anybody know what's happening. And like, it's just goofy and like funny and like just so original and creative. Um, and it's it's now I guess you can watch it on CW, but it's also uh, on every Sunday night or Monday. Oh, they cool. release a new episode on HBO Max. Uh, definitely worth a check out. It's kind of like. Kind of like a, a funny, it's like a mixture of like, 
I want to say like Reno nine one one like X Files. That's funny. Like with the twist of news. That's you know. I like those yeah. types of stories where it's like the yeah. two. So it's they. There's always like the bumbling idiot cop characters that you're supposed to make fun of in the background, but it's really entertaining when you bring those characters mm-hmm. in the foreground and you force them to be the center of the attention. I I like those stories once in a while. It, it's it's funny to watch oh, that yeah. stuff. And like you don't even have to oh, know cool. the movie to watch. Oh, that's it. So awesome. It could be an original show altogether, and it's just great. Yeah. Um, also, uh, I, I just read before we came on the uh, mics tonight uh, that uh, show you reviewed the first episode or two of uh, Mighty Ducks Game Changers oh, has nice. been renewed for a second season. So, gotta admit, I Disney I slowed down on keeping up with that one. It, and, uh, it, it 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 we went back to Disney Channel a little bit, so it was kind of tough. To stay on top of, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll just show back up for some more yeah. Gordon Bombay though. Don't don't you fret. Hey, not gonna force it on you, but uh, I also do want to get something from the beginning of the show. A little callback here. You mentioned a movie starring Mario Lopez as a sexy Colonel Sanders, and uh, that was in a little short film that was on Lifetime, I believe, called uh, A Recipe for Seduction. Dennis, I I wanted to make sure people knew seduction. what we were talking about. <laughs> oh yeah it was good stuff um, i think you gave that three and a half slices speaking of good stuff we want to see some good stuff it was it was highly highly well, rated I probably highly rated it knew what it was yeah and i think it's <laughs> only like 15 minutes so it's not gonna eat up your day watching it it's it sums up a lifetime movie in 15 sweet minutes and promotes the shit out of the kfc minutes. i don't <laughs> i don't know i do oh man <laughs> Yeah, but uh, what what man? What if we don't want to watch any new movies anymore? What if we want to watch stuff people haven't watched? Dennis, like stuff. Well, goddamn like it, we got a place for that. Or something. I'm talking about Movie Toast the Festival over at FilmFreeway.com/slash Movie Toast the Festival. We're bringing it to you this December, and folks, we only oh. can we can only bring you the festival if you bring the yeah. flicks to us. We're talking about your short films, whether it's you, your buddy, your mom, your sister, your dog. I don't care who it is. If they got a short that they want to get into some, I hope it's your dog's short. I hope it's your um, dog. No, fact, we cats. have gotten a phenomenal dog short, which I can't wait for you to check out. Oh, no, well, I like cats too, so I'd watch that, but not the movie Cats, cats. versus Dogs. Huh? Oh. No, oh no, just kidding. Oh, cats are fine too. Yeah, cats and dogs. Yeah, yeah, the movie exists. Um, right? Yeah, filmfreeway.com/slash movie toast the festival. Go check it out. Drop your submission in. That the, the year is going to fly by, folks. We're going to be in December before you know it. And that cutoff is is hard. Sorry, no no free passes. We're just trying to keep the lights on. We're trying to keep the toaster plugged in. We're trying to keep giving you the reviews. And yes. if you got something to tell us, let us know over at Apple Podcasts. Give us a review. Or mm. let us know on any of our many social media platforms. Please. We're talking Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. YouTube, yeah. we're at them all, but we got some funny mm-hmm. little names for each one. Instagram and Twitter, we are movie underscore toast. <laughs> Facebook and YouTube, we are movie toast news and reviews. But please, please hit us up this week, next week, and always. Toasty Any weeks. Week? Can you guys... Uh... Can you guys do us a solid favor here? If you don't want to give us a short film, you don't want to give us a review, if you don't want to listen to this show, 
if you don't want to do anything. Could you just do one simple thing that might improve your life? Could you stay toasty? But also coming out next year, Dennis is a little, 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 little